told those guys, this may have been all we got. Do I think that? No. Do I believe that? No. However, I, I know how hard it is to get here. I, I'm well aware. And it'll be, it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was. That's Dan Campbell talking about possibly returning to the NFC championship game, telling his guys, like, it's going to be really hard. We hope to get back here. But you never know, because the last time the Lions were there, it was three decades ago. Let's bring in Bill Keenis, former vice president of public relations for the Detroit Lions for 32 years. For his perspective, Bill, what are your thoughts? Wow, Jamie, it's uh, it's hard to encapsulate everything um, that happened yesterday. And as I was thinking this morning, I thought, you know, our whole city, our whole state and a lot of the country, was just a wash in Honolulu blue for the last month or so. And, uh, and then I thought, well, there's different shades of blue. And, uh, and I actually looked up what a feeling blue meant. And in the uh, dictionary was sadness, melancholy, and emotional distress. <laughs> and I think that certainly sums up the blue that we're feeling this morning. Uh, Bill, you were on the post-game show last night, so you had your initial thoughts out there on WJR. Now that it's the morning, have Mm -hmm. things changed for you? Um, I think it it might take a little while for all of us just to to get over the shock of the game. Um, And, you know, the fact that you're right on the doorstep for Mm -hmm. the the Super Bowl. Um, I do believe what Dan said the the cut that you just played is you know god bless him for saying it i didn't necessarily think he would would say that after the game but he's right it's hard to get back it's hard to get there in the first place but the team's going to be different next year i mean roster turnover is usually 20 to 30 percent uh it appears the line is going to lose a couple key coaches at least one in ben johnson and the schedule's, you know, as we we sit here today, the schedule's going to be significantly tougher next year. And and no one, uh, the Lions aren't going to sneak up on anyone. Not that they did this year, but the whole country, the whole football world knows about this team. So, yeah, it is going to be hard. And one thing I said on the show last night was Dan Campbell's most important and best coaching needs to come between now and the start of next season because uh, – it's going to take a lot to get over this. Um, on one hand, you got a young team, and that can be good uh, in the sense that, you know, they don't know what they don't know. And, uh, you know, the, the youth of the team, even from a contractual standpoint, helps out because you're going to be able to retain more of your roster with so many uh, young players on rookie contracts. So um, I think it'll take a while for all of us Um, But, you know, the other thing that I hope we all realize, and when we saw the shots at Ford Field, when the country did Mm -hmm. on the uh, broadcast, I mean, this team created uh, or, you know, just personified Detroit and the community and the fandom and the spirit and the passion. I don't ever remember an NFL game having a, um, a situation like like we saw last night at Ford Field, a watch party to that extent. I don't know that it's ever happened. I know years ago it was forbidden 
because of how it might impact TV ratings, but I think they obviously have a system to figure that out, compensate for that now. But um, I just hope all the fans, the city, everybody, when the hurt wears off, and it does hurt, uh, can just sit back and realize how far this team has come and all the demons that were eliminated um, over this past year and uh, and move forward as best we can. Because, I mean, Bill, it's okay to separate your feeling of being upset that they blew a 17-point lead yeah. uh, and separate that from what the team has done for the city and for the people. No question, Lloyd, and that's a great point, and I absolutely agree with you. Um, you know, fans are passionate. This whole city's been passionate about the Lions. So the reason why it hurts so much is because we all care so much. And, you know, they created a love amongst the fans and and uh, for this team. And uh, it's okay to be angry. And when you're that close to something and you care that much, and when it doesn't go your way, anger is logical. And the way the game played out, um, unfortunately, um, added to that frustration and anger. But, you know, objectively, um, what this team did this year was historic. I yeah. mean, it was mm-hmm. profoundly historic. And there's so much good to take from it. And I think, again, what the country saw, you know, going back really in a way – I think I said this last night. In many ways, the season started last year with that Green Bay game, the the final game of the regular season, when the Lions went up to Green Bay and kept Aaron Rodgers and the Packers out of the playoffs. The country noticed then, and it continued to take notice throughout the year. And, um, you know, throughout the season on our Gridiron Rap show, you know, we would joke about, you know, America's team resides in Michigan, not Texas. Yeah, And I don't think there's any question about that. And why is that? It it starts with Dan. And it's it really, you know, is the city and the people and the blue collar and the passion and the community. Detroit's different. There are a few towns, you know, in America where sports are so important. Detroit, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Buffalo, Chicago, you know, the Rust Belt, the Great Lakes region. It really is different here, and it, that's why it hurts so bad right now. But it's also why there's nothing like Detroit when it comes to a sports yeah. town and the fans. They'll, they'll re- remember this season the rest of their lives, as we all will. As we look ahead, and I mean, it's, it's, and it's also okay to be really excited for the next season, but what's, yeah. what, what tops your wish list, your to-do list? I'm looking at saying, listen, we got to find a solution to Cam Sutton. And we also have yeah. to figure out, I mean, Brock Purdy ran with abandoned yesterday. Yeah. That has wow. to stop. Yeah. I mean, you're right. And mobile quarterbacks have hurt the team. And so you have to find that answer on defense, most logically the linebacker safety position. And uh, I, I could see both of those being a focal point of the draft. Um, but you're right, uh, Guy. That's a great point. He – I mean, that, that kid, I mean, a child shall lead us, and he did. Uh, he, he led the 49ers. I mean, some of those plays, third down, critical runs for first downs, um, and, uh, and that's happened more than, more than it, it can happen. And uh, certainly, you're right, I think that'll be a big focal point on the, uh, on the draft. And also on free agency, the Lions are 
well situated with uh, the salary cap and and for free agency. So you can get will will they be there. after they they sign Jared? Well, I, I gotta believe they will because they have so much money right now under the cap for next year. Um, so it, but it's it's the cost of success as well. Yeah. The the more great players you have, the more it's going to cost you. And that's the ultimate balancing act. And that's why, you know, having a good portion of your key contributors on rookie contracts is critical. And uh, there's ways to get around it. There's ways to do it. The cap has gone up every year. And I would expect it to go up this year significantly compared to previous years because the uh, – the TV ratings have been astronomical, and with all the media platforms that the league benefits from and the game benefits from, I I, I do I, I know that the Lions are in a far better position cap-wise than a lot of teams in the league. And Brad Holmes has been masterful in getting rookie yeah. contributors. Yeah. And so we'll see what he could do with this year's yeah. draft. And Adam Schefter yeah. tweeted, arrow up. Because the Lions went there from three go. thirteen yeah. and one to nine and That's eight right. to twelve and five, and let's see what yeah. they can do next season. Bill, no thank doubt. you. You bet, Jamie, Guy, and Lloyd. Have a great day. You too. Uh, coming up on JR Morning, we'll have a discussion of what's going on in the world. Plus, Nolan Finley at eight nineteen. Stick with us.